1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We go now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and Peter Baugh, who covers The Colorado Avalanche for The Athletic joins us. Peter used to cover Mizzou and now is in Denver covering the Avalanche. And what a fun year it was for them. And the second round of the playoffs starts tonight here on 101 ESPN. Peter, good to have you with us. How are you doing today?
0: I am well. I am well. I don't know if I'm worthy of a celebrity phone line, but uh, I'm happy to be on.
1: Well, let's start with this. Most of, 97% of the staff and the writers at The Athletic predicted that the Avalanche would win the series. I'm sure that you did. I want to know why, though. Why are the Avalanche going to beat the Blues in this series?
0: Yeah, well, I'm of the belief that it'll be a really good series. I think I did pick the Avs on that poll, but I think this is going to be a really, really good long series, six or seven games probably. Um, But I think the Avalanche... I mean, I think just if you look on paper, um, and I don't say this with any disrespect to the Blues, but I think it's just the Abs are a better team. They've shown that throughout the year. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to win because we know, especially in hockey, which is a pretty random sport, the best team doesn't always win. Uh, if you're looking at why the Avalanche are good, um, I think it, it starts with both their star power and their depth. I mean, Nathan McKinnon's a top five player in the world. Kale McCarr's maybe a top-five player in the world, probably the top defenseman in the world. Mika um, Rantanen's a top-level winger. Gabriel Landeskog, their captain's an elite-level player. Um, these are all guys who had monster years, despite all of them dealing with injuries at points and missing significant time. Um, defensively, they're really deep with Kel McCarr and Devon Page leading the way, but they've got good players up and down the lineup there. And I think if you look at their forward group, um, even their second-level forwards are pretty – Elite players. So it it should be a good series. I'm really excited to see how the Blues forwards match up with the Avalanche forwards because the Blues have um, arguably a deeper forward group than the Avalanche and it should be a a fun matchup.
2: Peter, is there any vulnerabilities or potential mismatch that the Avs have that you think the Blues could take advantage of? We know that they're a really complete team from top to bottom, but do you think that there's any sort of hole that the Blues could exploit?
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any like super apparent holes. I do think that there's the blues I look at like the blues third line as maybe a potential advantage for Saint Louis. I don't know exactly how they're gonna do their lineup. I'll find out more today at Morning Skate um with with the blues. I don't know how like who they currently are playing on their third line, but I do think that they're they maybe are a little deeper at forward. I think the abs have a better probably first line <laughs> And that's often a big line in playoff series because sometimes the top lines kind of cancel each other out.
1: How is Darcy Kemper? He had the eye injury against the uh, Predators in the in the first round. Any issues at all with uh, Darcy Kemper's eye?
0: Yeah, they got lucky. He's good to go. He uh, honestly, he was. I think it from what it sounded like, he was physically ready to play Game Four. It just his like eyelid was swollen. So, but there was no damage to the eye itself. So. Since his eyelid was swollen, he like, couldn't see well enough to play. But like physically, he was ready to go, and the swelling's gone down, and he'll be good to go for tonight.
2: Peter, the ABS haven't played since May 9th. They took care of the Nashville Predators by sweeping them in the first round. Do you think that's a pro that they haven't played, and they could rest and get healthy, or a negative because they might have lost some momentum?
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair question, and I'm not 100% sure. I think it's, it's interesting because they – it does allow bumps and bruises to heal, and like the Predators series, while it wasn't very long, there were some physical games in there. There was an overtime game that can take it out of you. So I think that helps. I I also am curious because like the Blues are, at this point like haven't played for it's been what five or six days for them too. So I I think like in some ways it kind of cancels out, and I think maybe both teams will be a little rusty at the beginning of the game, and I think that rust probably will go away pretty quickly Um, but I think that both teams I'm excited because both teams are I don't think the it doesn't correct me if I'm wrong but it doesn't seem like Krug is fully ready to go yet but (laughs) it seems like it seems like these two teams are now like pretty much healthy which is honestly what you want to see in a playoff series. You want to see two teams at their best.
1: Peter Baugh of The Athletic with us on 101 ESPN. Peter covers the Avalanche, and obviously you uh, you see every game. And we've been talking about the Blues' size and their ability to maintain uh, maintain puck possession in the offensive zone and about being able to hit the opposition. And we look at McCarr at 5'11", 187, Taves 6'1", 191, Gerard 5'10", 170. My question, Peter, is a guy who watches that team every day, it's one thing to talk about the fact that they aren't that big. Another thing all together to catch him and hit him. Has anybody been able to catch and hit those avalanche defensemen this year?
0: Certainly not McCart. I mean, that guy is—he's so elusive and he skates so well. And he also—he's only yeah—he's like five eleven, six foot somewhere in that range. But like, he can lay a big hit too. He's had a few monster hits this year that you don't necessarily expect because the way the way the coaching staff sees and the way he sees it is—it's often better for him to just dodge a hit and like take the puck and go up ice rather than hit a guy and let someone else get the puck. The puck's better. Or the team's better when the puck's on his stick. Um, I think you saw Gerard struggle with the physicality in the playoffs last year a little bit, but he looks good in the Vega or in the um, national series. He, I thought he played, played really well. Taves is, he's, he's got, I mean, he's not a huge guy, but he's got a little size at six one and he's a, uh, he's, he's more than capable and can, Move the puck well, and I, I don't anticipate that being a problem for him. The Avalanche did kind of address your um concerns, though, at the deadline by getting Josh Manson, mm-hmm. who's a, i think he's six three, six four, and he's a big, physical player who doesn't have maybe like crazy skill or like do anything crazy on the ice, but he makes a lot of good, simple plays and is more that physical defenseman who can can lay a hit. And they really like playing him with Gerard because they think that it. it kind of opens up some space for, for Gerard. So definitely they the size, advantage, and physicality maybe caught him off guard in the playoffs last year, but it seems like they kind of made a point to try and address that this year.
1: And Peter, you mentioned at the top of the interview that McKinnon could be a top-five player in the league. It wouldn't be outrageous to put McCarr in that class either, would it?
0: No, I mean, I mean if you look at Kale McCarr and you watch him play, the last, but honestly, this whole season, he's been unbelievable. I mean, McKinnon said after they beat Nashville, he said he might be the top player in the league right now. And I think that it's like, I mean, you then you watch McDavid against the Kings and you're like, all right, wow. Well, McDavid <laughs> looks pretty awesome. Um, but I think that he is in that conversation. He's earned the right to be in that conversation. He's a really, really special player. And I think you can hear that when you hear guys like, Paul Coffey talk about him and Wayne Gretzky talk about him and Ray Bork talk about him and the way they view this guy, Nick Lidstrom has like sung his praises and the way they talk about this guy is pretty telling. I mean, this isn't, he does not have very many weaknesses to his game and I think it's, it's pretty impressive to watch on a nightly basis.
2: Peter, the Colorado Avalanche have been a, a team to contend or a team to be reckoned with for a couple seasons now, but they haven't really gotten through into that deep run into the playoffs. You mentioned all the star power and the depth. This is a team that could really go on a run and get to the Stanley Cup finals, perhaps win it all. But the fact that they haven't gotten it done in years past, do you think there's any pressure surrounding this team?
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's pressure. I don't know if, I think the pressure is mostly internal and they know how strong of a group this is and that they have um, a lot of like this This team isn't going to be the same next year. They have a lot of Kempers a free agent, Kadri's a free agent, Natrushkin's a free agent, Burkowski's a free agent, Manson's a free agent, just to name a few. So like they know that the team isn't going to look the same next year and that if they want to win a cup with this core, now's as good a chance as they're going to get. I mean, there's still going to be contenders past this year, but now is probably as good of a chance as they have. So I think there's pressure because of that. The whole Part of like not having a deep run is—I mean—that's a fair point to bring up because they haven't gotten out of the second round. I do think that there are some nuances within the um, the times they've lost. So in 2019, they lost to San Jose, who was Colorado was pretty young at that point. San Jose had a better roster. Like that was just a series they lost. It wasn't necessarily a like choke job or anything like that. Then you look at. Um, you look at the Dallas series, the next year, everyone was hurt. They're, they were on their third string, goaltender, Landis Guy was out, Eric Johnson was out, they, they were down like seven players. Last year's the series that when you talk to them and you talk to Coach Jared Bednar, like, that thing, they, like, really feel that was a chance to make a deep, deep run and they let it get away from them. So I think they're aware of it, but I and I think there's pressure internally just because they know you only get so many cracks at this and they – and they want to make the most of it.
1: Okay, last thing for Peter Baugh from the Athletic. You're a St. Louis native. You grew up here. You went to Mizzou. Uh, so, who's your family rooting for? You cover the uh, the Avalanche every day and your family's uh, they they grew up Blues fans. So, who who are they rooting for?
0: Well, I think that my dad is my dad really likes uh, watching me cover games and stuff like that. He's very supportive, which I'm very grateful for. And my mom's the same way. So, I think they probably um, would like to see me continue to, <laughs> to write about a, a playoff run. But they're very happy that the az are playing St. Louis because it means I get to visit home, which I'm really excited for.
1: And we're excited to have you here. We'll see you when the Blues and the Avalanche return to St. Louis. Have fun covering the series. We'll continue to read your great work at The Athletic. Peter, thanks so much for the time, and have a great day.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
1: You bet. See you later. That is Peter Baugh, St. Louis guy, and as we mentioned, covered Mizzou for The Athletic and now covers the Colorado Avalanche and doing a good job there.
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at bidonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at bidonline as well. And don't forget, Online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bidonline, where the game starts.
0: Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at GriffalsPlasma.com.